Hello, and welcome to the Product Biz Podcast. My name is Monica Little, and I am your host here behind the mic for another solo episode, solo conversation. I'm just happy to be back because this is the first episode since the free live training that I hosted on January 15th, which it's so hard to believe was almost a month ago because that feels like it was just yesterday. And for those of you who attended the free live training, which was all about how to build, run, grow a successful small business without relying on markets. Well, I just want to thank you again for hanging out with me during the live training. There were so many great conversations after this training, so many takeaways, so many insights, so many small business owners that reached out to me and just said it opened their eyes to where they've been running their business in a way that's not actually serving them and how they can adjust, how they can change, how they can be better, how they can grow. And I just wanted wanted to stop and acknowledge and say thank you for those who did attend. Now, if you also attended and were just hanging along with me that week, then you know January 15th was also the day that Doors to Product Biz Academy opened and doors were open for about four days. We had 28 new incredible small business owners that joined Product Biz Academy. And the last month, it's been a little bit quiet on my end in terms of Instagram and the podcast haven't been showing up as much because I have just been in full delivery mode to make sure that these small business owners have exactly what they need to kickstart their 12 months in Product Biz Academy, to get on the right foot, to have a plan to build their confidence, to know where they're going, to be able to start making moves to the goals that they have in their business. And the last three to four weeks, that is where I have been spending majority of my time just making sure that they have the support that they need. And it's been really interesting because I've been working with small business owners for about five years now, maybe six years, but I've probably worked with over a thousand small business owners. So if I really, if if I take you back to these six years, I had my own small business for three years. I also co-owned three retail stores with a business partner. And we had three retail stores in Chicago. Each one of them had 30 to 35 local Chicago small businesses. And every quarter we rotated some of those businesses. So during the year and a half that we ran that store, we probably worked with, I don't know, 500 small business owners. And now over the last two years that I've been running Etsy Algorithm Secrets and Product Biz Academy, I've worked with over 250 small business owners. So over the last five or six years, I've probably worked with a a thousand small business owners. And the reason why I'm saying this is because it's so interesting to see now that I have a pretty big sample size that what small business owners struggle with is pretty consistent across the board. And it's so interesting because I think back to when I was running my small business, some of the problems, hurdles, challenges, roadblocks that I was experiencing, I thought it was just me experiencing them. I thought it was like this rare problem that only I was dealing with. And it's so incredible. And I I will use the word incredible to see that what I struggled with is what most small business owners struggle with. And 90% of the conversations that I have with small business owners are so similar from person to person to person of what they're actually struggling with and what they need to get to the other side. And the reason why I say this is because, number one, I hope that gives you clarity to know that what you are working through right now, you are not alone. And I'm going to be very specific and say, no matter what you are going through right now, you are not the only person going through that. There are other small business owners going through that. And I say this is an incredible insight because it means if this is something common that a lot of small business owners are going through, then there's a solution. There's a way to get to the other side. There's a way to find that next step 
to overcome what you're going through. So think of it like this. Instead of it being a rare disease that has a 1% chance of survival, everyone's just got a cold. And everyone's dealing with this cold, but everyone thinks they're the only one with the cold. And they think no one else out there has a cold. But really, everyone's got a cold. And to get over a cold, it's pretty simple. There's some things you can do to get to the other side. And it's just about understanding what those things are to make you feel better faster. So that's my little analogy that I'll give you. But the reason that I say that is because I went through this very powerful exercise with my Product Biz Academy members that I'm actually going to share on the podcast, a little bit of sneak peek of what we went through on the kickoff call that's going to shift a lot of your confidence and purpose in your business. Now, when we think about showing up for your business and we think about showing up when things are challenging and we think about showing up when we have a million things to do and we think about taking risks and playing a big game and doing what others won't and showing up in a way that's going to lead to new results because if nothing changes and nothing changes. When we think about doing all these things outside of our comfort zone, the dedication, commitment, consistency required to run a successful small business, what has to be at the bottom of this to hold that up is a confidence in your business and in the purpose of your business. And this is where so many small business owners just miss the mark. They don't understand the purpose of their business or they've misattributed the purpose of their business. Now, let me pause and ask you, if I were to ask you, what's the purpose of your business? Why are you here listening to this podcast? Why are you spending hours and hours and hours on Instagram? Why are you selling out markets every single weekend? Why are you spending all this money on inventory? Why are you spending all this time creating products? Why are you doing this? Because running a small business is not for the faint of heart. You know it takes time, energy, money. And there's a quote that says successful business owners know that it takes double the amount of time and triple the amount of money that they originally thought it would. This job that we have as CEOs of our business is very challenging, very time-consuming, and one of the hardest things to do, which also means it's the most rewarding, right? But if I were to ask you why, I'm going to stop and pause and give you just a minute to think of what's the first answer that comes to your head. Now, most people at this point in time will say, well, I'm doing this to make money. I'm doing this to sell my products. I'm doing this to buy a new car. I'm doing this to get out of debt. I'm doing this to save money for a new house. I'm doing this to take my kids to Disneyland. I'm doing this to go to Mexico on vacation. I'm doing this to be able to leave my full-time job. These are all monetary purposes to our business. And that's what most people say. It's the monetary side, which is totally valid because we're not running a charity. All of our time, energy, effort is in exchange for money when we sell one of our products, right? So the monetary side of the purpose of our business is valid. And what most people miss is that it's not the only side and the only purpose of running a business. Think of it as a coin. There's two sides to the coin. There's the monetary, but there's also the actual service-based side of your business and the purpose and how you are helping your customers. Now, why I want to dive into this exercise about the service-based purpose of your business is because money is the worst motivator out there, 100%. 
And I think a lot of people think that money is so motivating and, oh, I'm going to wake up two hours early before my kids wake up to work on my business. And as soon as they go to sleep, I'm going to work on my business. And when they're at school, I'm going to work on my business and I'm going to make sure to take these big risks and I'm going to make sure to do what scares me. And I'm going to show my face on Instagram and I'm going to do an Instagram live because I want to make all the money. And then it's like, okay, cool. If money was that motivating, uh, why aren't you doing all those things? Or why are you staying in your comfort zone? If you got these big money goals and these big money dreams and money is what you want and it's all about the money, well, money is actually a pretty crappy motivator because how often is it pushing you outside of your comfort zone? And you can just take a moment to reflect on that and be like, yeah, shoot, maybe maybe she's got a little bit of truth in what she's saying. Now, let me give you an example of how money is a awful motivator. It just doesn't motivate us as much as people think. I had this friend at my previous corporate career and I saw this from being, you know, the 30,000 foot view of this scenario of how she kept saying how more money would motivate her to be a better employee, but the more money she got, she never actually became a better employee. So let me dive into this conversation, this, this quick story. I had a friend who, whenever she was in a role at a specific job, she would always complain to me and she would say, yeah, you know, my boss wants me to do all these extra projects, but I'm just not getting paid enough. So I'm not really putting a lot of effort into them. I'm not really raising my hand to do these projects because I'm just not getting paid enough. So why would I do these projects? And then it would be so funny because she would get a new job at a different company and get a significant pay bump because she would negotiate and say, hey, this is what I'm getting paid currently. If you want to hire me, well, I need to get paid X amount. And then six months after she's in her new job, same exact story. She would say the same thing to me. Yeah, I'm just not motivated at work. Like I'm just not getting paid enough. And my boss wants me to do these extra projects and to really step up and to own this and to run this project. And I just don't feel like I'm getting paid enough. And then she would switch jobs, get another huge pay bump, go to a new company, and the same exact thing would happen. Now, here was the belief that money would motivate her to be a better employee. Money would motivate her to take on bigger projects. Money would motivate her to put in more effort to her job. But the more money that she got, nothing changed. Now, the moral of the story is just that we think money is a great motivator, but it's really not. So when we talk about there being two sides to the same coin, we have to understand what is the other side of the coin, because when you have both sides and both purposes, then you have the motivation to actually show up when there's challenges, roadblocks, and when shit gets thrown at us as small business owners, because inevitably that is going to happen. So what I want to talk about as we dive into this exercise, and before I actually dive into these exercise, I want to share with you what some of my Product Based Academy members have said, because I think if you will hear what they had to say, it's going to solidify again, even further why this is important and why you should be listening. So first, um, Andrea, this was her feedback after going through, through this exercise, which we're about to dive into. But this is a feedback that she said. I think I've had a personal breakthrough. For the first time ever, I'm allowing myself to feel like this business is truly mine and allowing myself to open up and bring this one to my heart. I have had three other businesses and never ever felt like I do right now about this one. That's what Andrea had to say when you know the purpose, the true purpose and why behind your business. 
Now I have another testimonial from Daisy, Daisy C. And she says, it feels like my business has an actual purpose and it's not just a hobby anymore. That's what she had to say after going through this exercise. Now I had another testimonial, testimonial tongue twister. I have another testimonial from Carla. She goes, I had a moment of clarity when going through this exercise. I've been so incredibly overwhelmed lately with my business that I was unsure of some of the items and how they fit the purpose of my business. This exercise made that clear and I'm so grateful that you assigned it from the start. And lastly, we have Daisy B who has a testimonial here of this exercise. She goes, this exercise forced me to dig deeper and actually made me start to cry. It was such a powerful connection to my customers. It solidified that it's not just a skincare product or skincare company that's making things for profit. I'm actually helping people make healthier choices in their healing journey. This was a very powerful moment. So this exercise that I'm about to walk you through is going to help you in those ways. It's going to help you to allow yourself to feel like this business is truly yours, that has an actual purpose. It's not just a hobby, that you understand the purpose of your business and your products and be able to connect and understand that it's so much more than just making things for profit. Now, as we dive into this exercise, what I want you to do first is to think about what your actual goal is for the next 12 months. And I think this is where people miss the mark because they never actually do this. Like how much money do you want to make in the next 12 months? And then I want you to think through why you want to make this money. And this is where we're going to dig much, much, much deeper. The why, like we talked about, can be all of those monetary examples. And what I would actually love for you to do, and this is what my Product Business Academy members did, is write 50 monetary reasons why you want to run your business, grow your business, sell more of your products. Now, this should be the stuff that's easy, that rolls off of your tongue. This should be the house, get off debt, the car, the vacation, the new clothes, the new shoes, the bucket list of things you want to experience or buy from the sales that you make in your business. Should be pretty simple because this is what most people focus on. So this exercise will be write those 50 things that you want to experience or purchase or have from growing your business. And then where this exercise gets much deeper is when we talk about the problem that your business or your products solve and how your business and your products actually help your customers. Where this exercise gets revolutionary and leads to breakthroughs is I want you to write out 30 examples of this saying that I'm about to say and fill in the blank for a customer who you could help your products with. And the saying is, what if someone dot, dot, dot. Now, let me give you an example. I used to sell organic skincare. So I could have examples like, what if someone recently learned about all of the crappy chemicals that are in products and is trying to find a cleaner alternative and they stumble across my business? What if someone recently had cancer and they're looking for non-toxic products? What if someone recently lost a relative to cancer and now they're changing everything in their home because they understand the link between toxic products and cancer? What if someone had a severe allergy to a facial product that they tried that they bought at CVS and now that they're, they're understanding that they need to look at ingredients and labels? What if someone had an extremely challenging, 
hormonal response from growing up and being a young adult and using all these toxic products that they are now realizing that they need to switch the products that they use in order to calm their hormones and detox their body and actually get their hormones in balance. These are the types of scenarios that I want you to write down. What if someone dot, dot, dot. And when we start to talk about two sides of the coin, you have the 50 monetary reasons of why you, why you want to run your business, the things you want to achieve, acquire, experience, And then you have these 50 examples of how your products actually help people. And if you stop and do this exercise and actually get super specific, I don't want you to have examples like what if someone wants to support a small business? Like that's a very general example of a customer who may want to buy your products. I want you to get specific like those examples that I gave you. Now, I'll give you some other examples of some of the members in my program because we workshopped this exercise on our kickoff call and some people were struggling with it a little bit. But let's talk about um, Doretha. So she sells um, Local Hype LA is her Instagram if you want to follow her. She sells designs that she's created that are very neighborhood specific. So for example, she's from the West side of LA. So she loves to have like West side graphics that she creates and she puts them on t-shirts and different articles of clothing for people to purchase. So very much about loving where you're from and wanting to represent where you're from. So she was struggling with this exercise a little bit like, okay, cool. What, what are some examples of how I would do this exercise for my customers? And we came up with some really specific ones. Like what if someone used to live in LA and now they moved across the country and they're homesick? Or what if someone has specific fond memories of LA? Like they got married at in LA or they got engaged in LA or they had some sort of really memorable experience in LA that they want to have memorabilia about it. What if someone has a nephew who wants to play for the LA Lakers because she also has similar themed colors for professional basketball teams and things like that in some of her designs. So what if someone has a nephew who wants to play for the LA Lakers and is going to be so overjoyed when they get this awesome design that is LA Lakers kind of themed and just shows them and reminds them of their goals? How overjoyed would this would this young boy be when he sees this? So you can start to see how we're getting super specific on the type of people who would love these these products. We even took it one step further to say, like, what if someone lost a loved one who lived in L.A. and every time they wear this hoodie, they think of that individual? So really getting specific. And this is where we're using our creativity and imagination. Small business owners, we use our creativity and our imagination, I think, in making our products. But a lot of times when it's required elsewhere, there's this kind of crazy mental block that happens. But here's a perfect example of using your imagination to think through what type of customers in what situations would my product actually solve a particular problem or pain point for them. 
Now, this is another really fun exercise because it's basically creativity under constraint. And I love creativity under constraint. This is something something that I recently just learned about. But we all think that in order to be creative, we have to have no constraints. We need to have all of the ideas and openness in the world to be creative. But here, if I'm telling you to write 50 examples of what if someone dot, 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 specifically for situations of problems that you are solving with your products and what that customer is experiencing or going through, do you know how creative you're going to have to be to write 50 examples? You're going to have to think through so many specific, imaginative, creative examples to get 50. And this is a very challenging exercise, but the breakthrough happens once you get to number 40, 41, 42, 43, which led to those amazing insights that my members have said of how Daisy said she literally started to cry because she was connecting and thinking of all these customers that she's actually serving now with her business and what they're experiencing before they find her and buy her products. So creativity under constraint, beautiful exercise for you to write out 50 examples of what if someone dot, dot, dot. Now I'll give you another example. We went through during our kickoff call, Mary Beth, she makes chakra inspired. Is it chakra or chakra? Is it CH or SH in terms of how you pronounce it? I'm from, you know, grew up, I'm not from Chicago, from Michigan, but lived in Chicago for 10 years. So when I see the word chakra, CH, I kind of say it like Chicago, which is like an SH sound. I think it's chakra though. I don't know. We're going to say chakras. Okay. So Mary Beth has chakra inspired jewelry and spiritual jewelry that she is creating. And she was struggling with this exercise a little bit. And we talked through some examples of, listen, what are the, what is the root chakra for? And she said, it's for grounding, security, safety, feeling financially secure, feeling safe in your home. Okay, beautiful. What if someone recently lost a job and they feel a little bit ungrounded, but they find your jewelry and this root chakra piece of jewelry grounds them, helps center them, helps remind them that they are safe? What if someone recently is, I don't know, and you can get so creative here. What if someone recently had to move and they're in a new area and they're feeling ungrounded in their new air in their new home? What if a college student just left their home for the first time to go live away from home in college and the mom wants to buy her daughter, who's the now college student, this chakra inspired jewelry to keep her daughter grounded in a new area because it's her first time living away from home. We also talked about, I think the solar plexus is about confidence. So cool. What if someone isn't feeling confident right now? What if someone recently, like something happened to them that they're not confident about? What if someone got a new job and they're not feeling very confident? They're a little in over their head. Or what if someone, and you can take this in so many different directions. What if someone is starting a small business and they're a little unsure of what route to take it? Well, this can be a great piece of jewelry for them to remind them of their confidence, inner confidence. So you can start to see some example examples here, but why we are doing this exercise is because your business is really not about you and your business really isn't about those vacations you want to take or that car you want to buy. Yes, those are the amazing luxuries of life that we can obtain through our business, But your business is about your customers, those 50 what-if examples. Your business is about them. 
every single one of those people and scenarios that you just wrote down. Now, on the days that you don't feel like it, on the days that running your business is challenging, you want to throw in the towel, you don't want to show your face, it's just it's just too intimidating to show your face on Instagram stories or whatever you're working through. Well, if you have this list in front of you and you read it every morning and then you show up for them and remind yourself, this is what I'm here to do, then you become unstoppable. So when you change your business from I want to make money to I want to make an impact, it changes everything. And this is why there's two sides to the coin and you have to know both sides. You have to understand the monetary side, what you want to experience or gain, and also the service problem-focused side of who you're helping and how you are specifically helping them. Now there's this quote from Jim Rohn that says, if the why is powerful, the how is easy. Now, I'm going to say that once more. If the why is powerful, the how is easy. Because a lot of times the why just isn't strong enough. The why just isn't powerful enough. And that's why, how do I get more Instagram followers? How do I make more sales? How do I grow my business? Well, if the why is powerful, then the how is easy. There's another quote from one of the coaches that I work with that says, your why power is greater than your willpower. So if you think about that, your willpower is how I like to think of it. Willpower is monetary focus, the willpower to show up, to grind, to reach those goals, to make the money. But your why power, the purpose behind your business, the people you're impacting, if your why power is greater than your willpower, that's how you make progress. Because willpower, that can be gone in a fleeting moment. Do I have willpower every single day to show up, to run my coaching business, to record a podcast, to be on Instagram, to do this? No. My willpower is not there every single day. But my why power, my vision, where I'm going, why I'm running this business, that's what drives me. So if you have this list, and this is something that I do every single morning, I actually extrapolated this to 300 reasons. I have this small booklet that's like one of those handheld booklets, journal, empty blank journal. And I wrote down 300 reasons why I want to grow my business. And I would say maybe half of them are monetary and the other half are service-based, problem-based, how I want to help people. I read this list every single morning, every single morning. And it reminds me why I'm here, why I'm doing these things. And this is the beautiful intersection of the monetary goal, what you can get with the money you make, and your service-based mission, who you are going to impact and how you're going to impact them. Because every single one of our businesses is solving a problem, no matter what type of product you make. If you sell a greeting card, you are solving the problem of someone sending actual joy in a card to someone, showing they care, going the extra mile, sending something physical, writing up in a handwritten note, you are helping solve the problem of joy or appreciation or understanding. If you sell jewelry, it's helping someone with confidence. It's helping someone with some sort of special meaning they assign to that jewelry or to show up in a bold, fun way because that's how they want to express themselves. Skincare, that one's easy. You're usually helping people with a specific skin condition or to help them feel more comfortable in their skin. But truly, no matter what product you have, you are solving a problem. So first step is to understand what that problem is. 
What is the problem that you're solving? And the second step is those 50 examples of what if someone is experiencing XYZ and then they find your products. And then the third step is reading this list every single morning. Now that you know the exercise, I want to read those pieces of feedback that people said about it. So what Andrea said is, I think I've had a personal breakthrough for the first time ever. I'm allowing myself to feel like this business is truly mine and allowing myself to open up and bring this one to my heart. I have had three other businesses and never, ever felt like I do right now about this one. Carla said, as I was filling out the what if exercise, I had a moment of clarity. I've been so incredibly overwhelmed lately with my business that I was unsure of some of the products and how they fit the purpose of my business. This exercise made that clear and I'm so grateful that you assigned it from the start. Daisy C said it feels like my business has a purpose and it's not just a hobby anymore. And Daisy B said, after I started to get to 15 to 20 examples, it started to get harder, but made me dig deeper and actually made me start to cry. The next day, an Etsy customer reached out to me and had some questions on some of my items. She let me know she was recently diagnosed with cancer and we had a deep conversation about healing and Western medicine. It was such a powerful connection right after I wrote my whys. It further solidified that it's not just a skincare product or a skincare company that's just making things for profit. I'm actually helping people make healthier choices in their healing journey. Very powerful moment to have the day after I wrote this list. One thing I want to leave you with is really take the time to go through this exercise. It's going to be that foundation that sets you up. And one of the things that my mentor had, one of my mentors has said to me once is that your why has to be powerful enough that it brings you to tears. And if it's not that powerful, then it's worth assessing. Can you make it that powerful? And can you see the impact that you're making? And that's really what I want to leave you with on this episode is to spend the time to understand why you're really here, why you're spending all this time, energy, money on your business, how you're impacting people, because this is going to help you show up so much more confidently with more purpose. It's going to help you feel like you're running an actual business. And this is a foundation that's really needed as you continue to grow. So I just wanted to walk you through this exercise because it was so incredible to see the aha moments with my Product Biz Academy members as they went through it. I'm actually, we spent some time during our kickoff call, a little bit of time during the kickoff call on this exercise. And then I created a little um, couple page workbook, jazzed it all up with the pink sparkles that you guys know is my brand and had them print it out and fill it in. And we did something really fun that for every single person who filled in these 50 monetary reasons and these 50 service-based what-if-someone examples. If they filled it in and shared it in our community group, they were entered to win a drawing. And what I'm doing a lot of during this instance of Product Base Academy is doing some fun random, random drawings where I'm choosing two people. Now, the first person is the winner of the gift, and the second person is where I am buying the gift from. So for example, Gina, one of our product-based accounting members, she won the random drawing because she filled in this homework and was entered into the drawing and won the random drawing. And she received $50 worth of skincare items from Whitney from Cleansed Pure and Simple, who also completed this exercise and then won the second drawing, which means I bought the items from her shop. 
So we do a lot of fun little games like that to get you to participate and to support each other as well. And I just wanted to share with you a little bit about Project Biz Academy, a little bit about the exercises that we're doing and the transformation that comes from it. Now, the question is, before I leave you here today, is are you actually going to carve out the time to do this exercise? Or is this just another podcast that's in one ear, out the other, and then a year goes by and we're wondering why much hasn't changed? Because this is the transformational work. This is what helps you to show up differently. This is what drives you. This is the purpose, the passion, the why, the the mission behind your business that is going to fuel you through everything else. So with that, I'll get off my soapbox. I hope I've shown the value of this. And if you do do this exercise, please let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram at Monica Little Coaching. Um, I would love to hear what kind of breakthroughs you had from going through this exercise. And with that, I will chat with you next week on the Product Biz Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you later. I want to exclusively invite you to my free training happening on Monday, May 20th at 11 o'clock a.m. Pacific, where you will learn how to create a thriving handmade business without relying on markets. Now, if you're like most small business owners that I work with, chances are when you're at a market selling in person, talking to a customer, and that customer has a chance to see, touch, feel, smell, try your product and ask you questions, then the sales come somewhat easy. However, when it comes to creating that type of online sales and that online environment, when customers are finding your products and purchasing your products and having that come easy, it may be a totally different story, which is exactly why I'm hosting this free training that you can register for at monicalittlecoaching.com slash live. You're going to learn how to actually stand out in a saturated online space so you can connect with online shoppers over your competitors to actually get more online sales and carve out a space for you on the internet. That is what we're going to be talking about in this free training on how to create a thriving handmade business without relying on markets. I hope to see you there on May 20th at 11 o'clock a.m. Pacific. This is a one-time free live event. You better get you over to monicalittlecoaching.com slash live so you can register and get the details and I can't wait to see you there.